Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is my partner, Chris Bizignano, the beat writer for the Giant Insider. Well, Chris, I, I know we talked about discussing the Eagle game last Thursday night, but I got to be honest with you, buddy. I'm not in the mood. Uh, I, I, it's past me. Um, I don't, I don't want to bring up the bad memory. I, I think, I think what we can discuss is kind of where this team is right now. And, you know, rather than, rather than the sarcastic, everyone kind of knows where this team is now, um, kind of going forward, some of the topics that people are asking about. And from one of the first times uh, on this podcast, we're, we're going to get to the Twitter questions uh, from a lot of our Twitter followers and even some of the ones that were not graphic, but to the point, I'll say uh, we'll get to those as well. But the hottest topic right now, buddy, is uh, Kyle Oletta and <laughs> He seems to be the most popular person uh, in the Meadowlands um, on a losing team. The backup quarterback typically is. So my question yeah. for you, who is around the team all the time, what's the likelihood of seeing Laletta? And when do you think we would see him? Well, I think it's a very good likelihood we're going to see him down the road, you know, because this team is going nowhere. Um, I, don't think, I don't think they're going to make the Davis web mistake. Uh, what happened last year. And I would say when we're going to see a little letter. Um, what are we, one of five, Jerry? Let's yeah, I, I, guess I, guess it, I guess it depends on how bad the next couple of weeks could be, right? I mean, if if, right. if they go, if they play Monday night and they lose 34-3, yeah. something like that, not that Lawletta is going to play against the Redskins, but right now he's the third-string quarterback. I don't know how much he's getting mm-hmm. in practice. He'll get moved up on the depth chart first, and then um, Shermer will probably start – getting him ready to go into a game, whether that's right after, right after the bye or a few games after the bye. But um, to your point, they're going nowhere. Um, I, I just, I think personally, I think the next couple of games are going to determine when law gets in. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Obviously if they win Monday night, then it's two and four and there'll be no talk on that. Right. If they lose Monday night, now you're looking at the bye week, right? That's the way I look at it. Yeah. I'll start getting them more and more, you know, ready in practices. Um, and then, like you said, um, after the bye week, I, I would assume he would start being active and then he'll start getting in games um, just to see what, what they have with him. You know, there'll be plenty of time after the bye week. There'll be uh, whatever, there'll be five, six games left, whatever it'll be. And um, there'll be plenty of action, right, to see what he, what he looks like. So yeah, before- that's what I'm figuring, Jerry. Yeah, before we get to the the Twitter questions, one question that you posed yesterday, which, man, I got to be honest, I found the answers fascinating, to say the least. You asked, do the Giants give Landon Collins a big contract? And I I don't think I've ever seen it split so down the middle with the responses. I I mean, it it went from, of course, what are you, an idiot, to, of course not, what are you, an idiot, and I, I mean, I, I think Collins has taken a step back. I think his tackling is poor now. Um, I, I don't think he's anywhere near to what he was in 2016. And oddly, last year, I didn't think he was either, but I blamed a lot of that on injuries. I know he had the ankle issue. Uh, I don't know if he had a, a forearm or wrist issue last year, an arm issue I know he had. Mm-hmm. But this year, he's just resorted to some bad habits. He's not wrapping up. Uh, his coverage isn't there. His coverage was never great. I mean, he's he's more of a hard hitter, more of a, almost a linebacker playing safety. But I couldn't believe, but I don't know what, what you thought, 
but the the responses were so vast and so far apart it was either <laughs> kind of like either you're with us yeah. or against us on that one <laughs> yeah it was amazing right right it was basically down the middle i mean you know either a lot of people saying no he's not playing like he did in 16 i don't want him around other people like yeah you got to sign this kind of long-term contract he's better than everything we have he's one of the best safeties in football yeah 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 so i found that, that's why i love throwing those questions out there jerry just to see what you know the followers what they're thinking and I tell you, it's, it, I love doing that because it's just amazing, right? Reading the both ends, both ends of the whole spectrum, man. It's just you know, some people love them, some people don't want to see them. A lot of people said franchise them, which is interesting, right? I mean, that's definitely that's, going to be an that's option. That's a really good, that's actually that's probably the the smartest suggestion. Yeah. Um, so listen, listen. There's also ten games left. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's still early in the year, as far as that goes. You know, Landon could turn around, have you know four picks for the end of the year, a lot of impact plays. And then it'll be like a no-brainer, right? You know, that he comes, you know, you got to try to sign him. Um, so, yeah, but I found it fascinating too, uh, Jerry. It really was uh, uh, the seat of response of what people are feeling about towards Landon. Um, one of the, the positives out of Thursday is obviously Saquon Barkley is insane. And it, it, it still cracks me up that Giant fans still say that we should have drafted Darnold or we should have drafted Rosen or Allen and traded up for Mayfield because – I, I just, if you took one of those guys behind this offensive line, and, and the sad thing about, about Eli is, I, I think he's even, how do I say this? I don't even think he's anywhere close to what he was last year. But you've talked about it, I've talked about it. It's a result of five or six years of just taking a beating. And that's mm-hmm. the sad thing because he's he's kind of a legend with the Giants and he's he delivered so mm-hmm. much for them. And now he's going to go yeah. out really with a whimper. I mean, he's going to go out. Um, probably not playing his the, the rest of this year. At some point, he's going to go out and probably stay out. But it just cracks me up. You see Barkley, how well he's playing. Um, you see what he's yeah. bringing to the table. And I, I laugh to see what Darnold or someone else would do behind this this offensive line that's somehow worse than last year. Yeah, uh, all, all it would do is ruin their psyche, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, right, it, right, right. It, it would set them back. I mean, you know what? You're seeing that now with guys that have been in the league a few years. I mean, Deshaun Watson is catching a beat behind a horrific offensive line. Yeah, uh, Marcus Mariota is, get, is getting a beating behind that offensive line. And these are mobile quarterbacks. Right. Okay? Um, yeah, I mean, you, if you would have drafted a kid this year and put him in or, you know, or start putting him in towards the end of the year um, and he starts getting a beating from these guys that can't block up front, I mean, that, that set him back. Right, I mean that's the question uh, that that has to be asked. Yeah, I mean, and, and, either, and, and you know, an so. example of that, but is 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 David Carr? Right, when he was with the Texans, they just threw him out there. He took a beating. Yeah. Probably had more talent mm-hmm. than Derek Carr, um, but he just took mm-hmm. such a beating for so long. He was never the same. Yeah, it's a, you have to be very careful, man, because quarterbacks are like babies, right? You have to groom them the right way. Yeah, and if they get ruined when they were young age, uh, or in this case, when they're young quarterbacks it could really, really ruin their career um, down the road. Uh, so, uh, listen, everybody, I, I hate even talking about the Sam Donald Barkley stuff. Yeah, and, I know. Um, it's, you know, it's just, it, everybody has an opinion on it. Yep. It is what it is. You know, this, this is the direction the Giants went. And like me and you talked about, Jerry, there's no reason why, you know, you can't draft a quarterback next year. There's a couple of good ones coming out. 
when a guy like Phil Simms is on, you know, talking on on the radio and talking on his inside the NFL about it. there's a lot of good kids coming out this year, you know. So yeah, that's a that's a positive sign that the Giants go in that direction, which I do believe one hundred percent they are going to go in that direction, Jerry. Um, yeah, so. I, I think it's comical that that people don't think the Giants will <laughs> go quarterback. I mean, look, the, even if even if you weren't aren't a Barkley believer. Okay, it's you know mm-hmm. th- then you got to go by the fool me one shame on you, fool me twice shame on I me. Mean, there's no way the Giants are not going quarterback next year. And you know one of the one of the subjects that the the Giant Insider Twitter followers are bringing up is, do you want Derek Carr? And my response to that's pretty simple. It's yeah, if, if the Giants end up six and ten and somehow are drafting eight, nine, ten, and they don't like the quarterbacks that are out there, then sure, I would take a flyer on someone like Derek Carr. I don't know if I want to inherit all that contract, but I like Derek Carr a lot. I've always liked him. And I, for some reason, Mm -hmm. and we talk about it when we do our picks, I think John Gruden's lost his mind. Uh, He, for some reason, doesn't like (laughs) Derek Carr. I think he's running the Raiders into the ground more so than they ever were. I mean, I I used to listen to that guy Monday night football and think this guy's got a screw loose now. I mean, he's losing his mind and now he's running a franchise getting a hundred million dollars. And it sounds like from everything you hear that he's not getting along with Derek Carr once I'm out. But my point is, I think the Giants would be picking first, second, or third. Um, but I, I don't see the Giants winning more than four games this year based on everything we've seen. And after seeing Justin Herbert, but beyond me seeing him, uh, Dave Syvertson from Our Lads, who writes in the Giant Insider, and is, uh, he's an idiot savant with college football. I asked him, right. I, said, I said, where do you rank Herbert in relation to the guys last year? And it was interesting. He said he had Rosen one. Uh, Baker Mayfield two, Sam Darnold three last year. And he said, really, right. Rosen and, and Mayfield were one in one A. But he put Herbert right after Rosen ahead of Mayfield. He said, there's one guy mm. this year, that's it. It's Justin Herbert. Everyone else has severe flaws. Um, and I don't mm. know if he'll change his mind before the draft, but I thought that was interesting. And from what I saw, you know, I'm, I'm far from an expert on scouting. But from what I saw, I mean, I see a tall kid who can make every throw, athletic, young, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, just kind of has all the tools, man. Yeah, I, I tell you what, Jerry, I'm with you, man. I, I actually watched the Oregon game Saturday because, sadly enough, even though it's six games in, we have to start looking at the future. Um, and I tell you what, man, I, I, I texted you during the day, right? I, I was pretty impressed by Herbert, man. He, he's a big kid with a big arm. He could run. Um, another another, another good kid, good high-character kid, too. I, I didn't even know that. That's true. Okay. No, okay. That's so from what more. I've read on him and uh, everybody's, okay. all the scouts have commented but, that this is a kid that he's kind of like Eli. He's a very clean right. prospect and um, probably has more okay. physical gifts than Eli had. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, he definitely could move better than Eli. This kid can, this kid can get out of pocket. He throws it down. You know, he, he wins it down the field. Yeah. I was pretty impressed with him Saturday. I mean, here's a positive out of what happened last year that all the teams that need a quarterback drafted one. So there's only a few left that actually might need a quarterback right. in the draft next year. And nobody thought the Giants were going to be picking in the top four going right. into the season. Right. Now it looks like they're going to be picking in the top four. And it looks like they're, you know, like I said, there's only going to be a few teams that actually need one. And, and I'm including Tampa Bay with that. And if Jameis Winston finishes strong, he had a good game yesterday. If he finishes the year, the last 10 games solid, they're not even going to be looking for one probably. So. Yeah, they, everyone's pointing out that Denver is the team that we have to watch out for. But two things. One, mm-hmm. right now, we're number one. As, well, we're number 32. We're number one. <laughs> uh, and two, 
Denver played pretty well against the Rams. I, they're not a team mm-hmm. like the Giants where, I mean, they, they can beat good teams. So I don't, unless the Giants are picking two and there's a team at one that doesn't need a QB, then I'd worry about Denver. Mm-hmm. But unless that's the case, I, I'm not worried about Denver until we have a, a better record than them. And I don't, I don't think that's going to happen this year. I know Elway is in <laughs> love with Herbert, but the Giants have sent, I think, scouts three weeks in a row to see the kids. So it's safe to mm. say they're probably all in on Justin Herbert, and I think it's a good thing. Yeah, well, I don't know. I, you know, I know they all scout him, like you said. I don't know if they're all in on him or not. You know, it's way too early for that stuff. But how do you not like that kid? But as yeah, far right. as the records go, I, listen, the Giants are playing, and in the next four games, they're playing three very poor defenses. Yeah. So could you see the Giants get a couple wins? Yeah. You know, so listen, when we get into deep November, we'll start looking at that, I guess, right? The records yeah. and, and where we're going to line up and who's going to need a quarterback. But like like I just said, Jerry, there's only there's only a, really a few teams. I went around each team yesterday, yeah. and there's only a couple of teams that are actually going to be possibly, I should say possibly, looking for a quarterback, you know? So that's good. That's good for the Giants front because I don't think there's any question, Jerry. They, are, they will be drafting one. A next great year. a great storyline would be if somehow the Broncos could get Derek Carr next year. I know they would never trade with the Broncos, but if they outright released him and the Broncos picked them up, man, that'd be one hell of a storyline in the AFC West. And Raider fans would turn so quickly on John Gruden, man. Uh, I, I just yeah. uh, that's something that uh, I keep an eye on. Another another point that everyone's bringing up is, and I think they're I don't know if it's misguided, but and you don't want to constantly talk about Jerry Reese because he's gone. I get it. But the reality mm-hmm. is the Giants stink because of the job that Jerry Reese did for so long. Now they're, mm-hmm. the, the vitriol seems to be towards Gettleman. And I, I understand yeah. it, right? I yeah. understand the free agency aspect of it because he picked up Jonathan Stewart and uh, Connor mm-hmm. Barwin and Nate Solder, who's struggling. But I still, I still like Nate Solder, and I, you got to give him time. Patrick omame has been awful. Russell mm-hmm. Shepard's been okay. So free agency, yeah, I'd give I'd give Gettleman a, a D or a D minus. But in the draft, I, I thought he had a hell of a draft at the first four picks, and then who knows what we have with Loretta. Wow. I'm just surprised at uh, the, the criticism that, that Gettleman's getting because I think it's a little misguided based on yeah. the job that Reese did running this franchise into the ground. Yeah, I think a lot of it's just anger too, Jerry. You know, yeah. uh, a lot of fans want to look at, they want to blame somebody. Um, so now it's, you know, if it's not Odell, now it's Gettleman. It seems to be the hot one this week, you know. Yep. Um, you can't, I'm sorry. I understand Gettleman maybe didn't hit, you know, hit a home run on some of these free agents, but a lot of GMs could say that when they, when they sign free agents. Um, I look at the draft, you know, you build a team in this league through the draft. And then you plug in some free agents, okay? I look at the drafts. I thought he had a pretty good first draft. I, I, I tell people on Twitter, listen, you got to give this guy a few drafts, okay? You yeah. can't just say, uh, you know, get him with an F. Get him and failed us. Get him in this, you know? He tried. Um, the solder thing to me, like you just said, Jerry, I'm not giving up on a sold. He hasn't played that great. I'm not giving up on him. Um, his days in the ring were like this a lot. Very slow at first four, three, four, five games finishes very strong the last 10 11 so let's 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 wait on him uh omame was a miss no question about it but will and Anders, is that a miss omame omame no. was like a uh john carlos stanton whiff out of the strike zone i mean that was patrick omame was mm-hmm. just he, john jerry's better 
I mean, Omame was just awful. But um, you brought up a good point when we were talking, uh, I guess we say off the air, right? How is Andrew Norwell doing? He's not doing too good, bud. Right. Uh, I, I mean, he's he's been all right, but I tell you what, man, I watched him this year, and even going back to opening game against us, you know, against the Giants, you know, he's he's been just all right. He hasn't been a dominant left guard like he was in Carolina. Right. I can tell you that, man. Um, and, and, that and, and so much of that, so much of that determined is determined by chemistry too. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know. Uh, I know everybody wanted Norwell, and uh, and but you know what? I tell you what, Johnny, he would have been a big contract too. And I'm pretty happy with Will Hernandez. You know, Will's really coming on. Yeah. He's going to be a fixture over there for ten years, in my opinion. The left guard. Um, he's getting better and better. And yes, he's done. Yes, he's had some mistakes, but I think he's still number one rated. You know, left guard for rookies in the league, and that's a pretty positive sign. That was a gentleman draft pick. So all I'm saying is. I know a lot of people are angry. I and I understand that, Jerry. I get it. Yeah. People want to blame people because the Giants are one of five. And yes, that's the business. I understand. I, I'm not knocking any fans, anybody on Twitter, anyone saying, you know, I get them in this. All I'm saying is that, listen, you got to give the guy a few dress because yeah. he did hit a pretty solid offensive lineman in this draft. Yep. He hit some solid de- defensive linemen. Um, and if he goes out next year and lands another offensive lineman, and then you plug in maybe a free agent, you know, it's a different story. You know, yeah. it's a very possible. Now, we said that this year, I understand. You know, he went out and got Omami. Omami's been a whiff, like you said, right? He's been a down, he's been a slider down and away strikeout, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, comp- yeah. you compared him to the Yankee team who, who lost to Boston in four games, right? Um, they did, yes. Nate Stolber. Yes. So, for those of you who don't know, the guy with the Nate- New York accent is a huge Boston Red Sox fan. So, go ahead, Chris. All right. Thank you. Um, uh, Nate Stolber. Um, like I said, I'm not going to say he's a whiff yet. Um, so, yeah, and um, I mean, I just, I, I'm not going to either. I, I like Solder. I, <laughs> I, I think him his struggles are are more that have to do with learning um, of playing next to Hernandez and just mm-hmm. chemistry more than ability. I, Nate Solder's a good tackle. It's frustrating to watch him miss sometimes, <laughs> and and Barkley all of a sudden gets a seven yard loss. But I'm not ready to give up on Solder either. No, no. You listen, Michael Bennett has done that to a lot of good left tackles at this league. I'm not making excuses, Jerry, but I've seen Michael yeah. Bennett do that hundreds of times yeah. to to quality left tackles blow by them. You know, he happens. You know, um, you know, Bennett's a pretty good play. He's had a pretty good career, no matter you know how you feel about him. He's he's had a pretty good career, you know, and he's a great. He's great at timing the snap, which is exactly what happened when he beat Soldier the other night. Um, but. Uh, yeah, listen, Jerry, I'm not giving up on Gettleman. A lot of people are giving I, I'm surprised, right, Jerry, on Twitter, how many people are giving up on yeah, and Gettleman. Yeah, you put it out there that you're going to have to give him some time. And most yeah. of the, I'd say 80% of the responses were, yeah, it's, you know, it's yeah. just a logical yeah. thought. But then there were 20% mm-hmm. where they were like, no, Gettleman sucks, and you suck for saying it. Like, all right, yeah, I guess that's I an know. approach you can take. <laughs> Yeah, listen, there's a lot of anger. Jerry, listen, there's a lot of anger out there. And you know what, Jerry? People are right. They're angry, buddy. Yeah, uh, they're yeah. angry. Listen, this is going to be, what, six out of seven, seven, eight years, whatever it is, no playoffs? And the way to lose it, 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 listen, Jerry, this league, when you lose like you did the other night against the Eagles, that's going to bring out the fire in people even more because a lot of people felt that that team in the second half kind of folded the tent. You know, oh, uh, sure. Of course, you, Sherman, can, you can point Sherman, to some players that look like they folded. Um, yeah, you know, Sherman was – 
pretty pissed off about that when it was brought up to him in the press after the game. But watching it from the press box, I mean, I saw some guys in the second half on the defensive side that looked like they might have been like throwing the old flag in. I yep. hate to say it, yep. but and the key is watching guys swarm to the ball. You know, when you see only two guys going to the ball carry instead of four, you start saying to yourself, oh, what are we doing? You know, what's going on here? You know, um, so um, listen, it's tough. People are pissed, Jerry. People are pissed. I'm pissed. You're pissed. Oh, yes, I am. Uh, people I mean, covering, everybody covering the team is pissed. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, a, there's, a, there's a couple right of aspects, right? One, season ticket holders who pay damn good money are yeah. watching a horrible product. The Giants are 4-19 mm-hmm. and 19 in their last 23, the, and, the, and the, the Browns are 3-19-1, and one, so that's where we are. And then lastly, man, I mean, you, you and I, you get tired of writing for a newspaper where the team just stinks. It, it's depressing. It's you got to constantly try and bring up the positives or you're always yep. talking about how bad players look and you don't want to do that. It's, it's much more fun to write about a team that's even eight and eight and kind of on the rise than just, uh, you know, an abomination. That's, I don't see four wins in there. And the, I don't envision four <laughs> wins for the team this year, but hey, buddy, it is what it is. Let's, uh, let's get to some of these Twitter questions and I'm going to read some of these names of people Look, I'm an old person. I'm I'm 43. I guarantee there's hidden meanings in these names, and everyone's going to get a giggle. I have no idea what they mean, so I'm just putting that out there now, that disclaimer. From Joey Donuts, 1 in 15, hashtag <laughs> Giants Yankees, at Shampoo Poppy. <laughs> uh, I told him I would ask this, so I'm going to ask you. You can give it very brief. Why do we suck every year? <laughs> uh, have I answered it? Go ahead, Chris. Go it? for it. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, because we, because Joey Donuts. He sounds like he might be from Brooklyn. It might be. I might. I might even know this guy. <laughs> but um, why we suck, Joey Donuts? Because we haven't had an offensive line in six years. Yeah. Now. Yep. Um, Barb at Floridagram are uh, oh, probably one oh, of our one of our Bob. biggest fans. Who you know, yeah. well wishes yeah. to her husband who's going through chemo and. Yes. Fighting hard, yes. man. He's uh, a true giant in every sense of the word. Are we ever going to have yes, Eli throw are. more screens? And when are we getting a new center? And I'll try this one. Barb, <laughs> I, 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 Barb I, I think we've thrown more screens lately. And Eli, I know a check down is not a screen, but there were a couple screens that were successful in the Eagle game. And Barkley did something with them. And I mean, a center, we're just not getting one until next year. There's nobody out there. Uh, Chris said it last week, maybe Spencer Pulley will become the center and Greco moves over to guard. But unfortunately, Barb, I think we're, we're stuck with what we have until next year. But, um, Hey Barb, seriously, uh, Chris and I send our best to your husband and tell him to keep fighting. And yeah, it's really nice when people yeah. send in a picture of, uh, their husband in the hospital reading the giant insider. That's kind of why we do all this. And during, get, during, why, during chemo, Jerry, during yeah, chemo. right. During chemo. Yeah. And, and you get aggravated, yeah, like, man, I wish I could write better news for this guy, but, um, yeah. Anyway, pr- thoughts and prayers to, to Barb and her thinking about Thinking about you, Bob. Thinking about you. Absolutely. Uh, from Pesto de Merda at, uh, man, I can't even pronounce this, Pitch Chat Sheck, whatever. How many, years are away, <laughs> how many years are we away from being a real contender or at least from good football? It's actually a good question. That's a real good question. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm up for that one. Yeah, go ahead. Um. I believe we could be two years away from back in the playoffs. I think we're going to draft. 2020, you mean? Yeah, I'm going to go 2020. I think we're going to draft a quarterback next year. Obviously, got to improve that offensive line. 
I think everything will be settled. The foundation will be laid. I'm going to go with 2020, um, and we will win the division in 2020 without a new quarterback. Get him his new offensive line. <laughs> and uh, that's what I'm going with, bud. All right. Uh, Vincent you don't Zal- like that answer, do you? No, I agree with it. I agree with it. It's just like next year's oh, going to be okay. another fall. You like, you like, you like, you like, yeah, okay. Like, like I'm pissed off. You, you pissed off. I didn't say 2019. No, I, I believe you because I, I just thought the same thing. Okay. It's two thousand. And, and for those of you who don't know, Chris and I never sign our initials to the tweets because we generally agree on 99% of the, <laughs> where the franchise is headed. Um, Vincent Zoller, Z-A-H-L-E-R at Vincent Zoller. That's the first normal name I've read. What are the chances that Jack Rabbit and Vernon are both moved in the off season? Uh, you can handle that one. I think it's a very good chance Jack Rabbit does not come back. He will be a salary cap casualty. Um, Vernon played well the other night. If Vernon plays solid the rest of the year, I think there's a good chance he comes back. Uh, because why? Because he is an edge rusher and when healthy, and you saw what he could do when he's healthy, right? Yep. He was healthy the other night, and he caused a little havoc in that first half with Wentz. Had a sack, had a few pressures. You know what? I said this before, Jerry, and, like, yeah, you did agree with me because we always agree, basically. Um, he's really good against the run, too, over me. Yeah. You know, he's good off that seal uh, against the run, off that edge. Uh, so I think, you know, obviously he's a big salary cap number. Um, but I believe OV will be back, but I do not believe – Janoris Jenkins will be back next yeah, year. Yeah, so do I. I think if you get rid of Olivier Vernon, you just create another problem. Like you're you're getting rid of your best pass rusher and a linebacker. Mm-hmm. Like we're already low on linebackers. If you get rid of Vernon, mm-hmm. you're just compounding the problem. I think Jack Rabbit will be a casualty, and I think uh, unfortunately mm-hmm. I hate saying it, but I think it's because of some of the effort he's shown the last two years when things go bad. I mean that that Alshon Jeffrey two yard touchdown, he didn't even contest it. And he's missed tackles against Carolina, where I like the guy, your buddy from Brooklyn, the, the guy who scored on the screen pass. He missed two tackles on the same play. He missed it at the line, and he, he did chase the guy down, but he missed it again. So I, I just yeah. I think Jen- Jenkins will go. Uh, I know the Giants are high on Sam Beal, the, the supplemental pick, even though we didn't see a thing that he did because he got hurt right away. But yeah. I think I think cornerback yeah. is going to be a top three round pick next year after mm-hmm. quarterback and, and offensive line. But I agree with you. Um, you know what, Jerry, just quickly with that, I mean, OV goes back next year. Tell me you can't pitch a pretty good combination off the edges with OV and Lorenzo Carter in the second year next year, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see. And Romeo Aquaro, he's got he's like a sack. Oh, wait a minute, he's not on our team anymore. Okay, yeah, guys, I'm that sorry. Was, that was a bad cut, and, and I know you're a golden domer, but that was a guy <laughs> they should have kept, man. I mean, he was cheap. It's, um, not like, it's not like it was Devin Kennard where you knew it was going to cost you money. Aquara was cheap. That didn't make any sense to me either. Yeah, that uh, was a little bit of a surprise. I thought he was coming on. Uh, talked about that before, and his brother's pretty good as a Golden Dome himself too over there in Notre Dame. But good, buddy. Continue on. You know, you know, I, sometimes I like to get my seven and zero fighting Irish in there. Yeah. No, I, I think you should. We, <laughs> we had a we had a few we had a few political questions that I'll ignore because we don't get political on this Twitter account. There's political no, about the Giants? Well, they they compared. They I I'm not even going to get into it. It was just uh, it was kind okay. of annoying. Oh, uh, is this the guy who said can Trump help us out? <laughs> yeah, can Trump become GM <laughs> yeah, since I actually he knows find everything? I, I actually, you know what? Uh, whoever tweeted that, I forgot who it was. If Trump could, I would I would write to him because I'll take any help right now. 
Yeah, it was a that was a good comment. It was made me laugh, but I just that say, was pretty funny. Yeah, that was funny. I just say, listen, man, we don't we don't want to alienate half of our uh, Twitter followers um, by ba basically saying if we're right or left, and you'll never find out. So, um, just Joe, my buddy from North Wildwood slash North Jersey. Um, yeah, surfs. you guys are pretty tight. Yeah. Well, he's he's got good taste in the Jersey Shore, even though he's in North Wildwood yeah. and I'm in the Crest. Um, sur surfing <laughs> underscore three nine two, just Joe. He's changed his name a few times, but I we recognize yeah, him. Yeah, he's another. He's a good follower. man. He's a good man, Joe. I like Joe. He is. Um, okay, serious question. I'm not trying to kick the hornet's nest. Yeah, me neither, Joe. Don't worry about it. The season is done. Should we leave Eli in at quarterback? Should we start looking at what our backups can do? Well, we kind of answered that one already. I should. Yeah, we kind of answered that one. I should have. I should have given him the. Uh, I should have given him the. The credit. Yeah, the credit early on. That was that's my fault. Yeah. Um, Vince yeah. at Vinnie Merck. What's the average time Eli has in the backfield before he has to get out of the pocket or get sacked? Maybe two point five <laughs> seconds. Is that enough time to say he's not good? <laughs> uh, this well, is again, fun, man. Well, when they play when they play the Eagles, the answer is about zero point two seconds. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, you answered that one, Jerry. Go ahead. Yeah, I I don't know, guys. I mean, I think Eli. If I think if at this point, if he gave Eli four seconds, he's going to hear the rush. Someone, um, Kevin Gleason, who is a phenomenal writer for the Giant Insider. I mean, I I edit, but it's a joke that I have to edit his because I never correct one thing. He's the, one of the best writers I've ever seen. He wrote a positive piece thinking the Giants can come back this year. I just I don't know what drugs he's taking, but um, he said I, I think he made the comment that Eli feels the rush when he breaks the huddle. And I, I thought that was kind of uh, kind of poetic. Here's a, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Would you trade Eli Manning to Jacksonville for the third for a third round pick? Now that's from Don Gross at Donald Gross. Um, that's an interesting one. That's yeah, an interesting and, and Eli one, has so, a no yeah. trade. Eli has a no trade clause, so I really I don't mm -hmm. know how that would. He'd have to sign off on it, and then Jacksonville would have to pick up part of his salary. But I guess would mm -hmm. I do that? Yeah, because he's not the future anyway. I mean, it's like get something for him now. Um, well, uh, Jerry, can I, I, I just touch on that one sure. quickly? Yeah. Pretty interesting because I was just talking about this with a few people about what if Blake Bortles looks. Listen, Jacksonville is a favorite, right? In the AFC, one yeah. of the favorites. They just got smoked two games in a row. I mean, Dallas humiliated them yesterday, right? Yep. So I was talking about what happens if Bortles looks horrible in October, and they're around, you know, say, what do we have, three games left this month, whatever it is? Uh, yeah. yeah, three games. Too. So what if they're, you know, uh, five and four, and that division, nobody's running away with it, right? Yeah. And Boyle doesn't look good. And the trading deadline is Halloween, October 31st. Yep. Right? I mean, there's one team that might be interested in Mr. Manning's services, and that would be Tom Coughlin. What yeah. if that does yeah. pop up to the Giants about, hey, are you guys interested in moving him? I think it's something they should, they should visit and definitely investigate. And uh, Before I forget, <clears throat> man, Jalen Ramsey's post-game press conference yesterday at his locker. Comical. Oh, guys, if, we have it on our Twitter feed. If you can get it, if you can find it, look, Google it. It is hilarious, and it's hilarious because he's a baby, right? I mean, he talks so much crap. <laughs> all year about everybody and they asked him yeah. i don't know 10 questions in a row and to everyone he just said i don't know and it was i i laughed yeah. my butt off man i thought it was funny as hell. yeah it was classic classic 
Um, here's a good one. From, as a controversial <laughs> one, I'm going to put you on the spot. From NY, NYG Giants fan 74 at NYG at Giants fan 74. If the Giants mm-hmm. are going in rebuilding mode next year and looking for a new quarterback, <laughs> do you think they consider trading Odell Beckham Jr.? No. <laughs> I'll let you go first, God. Chris. I know you'll let me handle this one. Um, do I, if they were to re, yeah, I mean, I, I think if somebody blew him away with an offer, yeah, I think they would definitely consider it. Yeah. You know, because I think they'll be a little concerned about next year with Odell and a new quarterback, with a rookie quarterback. <laughs> you know, when a rookie quarterback comes to the sidelines and sees the star receiver hitting his head against the fan, um, or going on TV with, uh, Method Man or something talking about, you know, the new kid can't get the ball downfield and that would really hurt the you know the, the new guy the future franchise's quarterback sites. You know, I don't know. I, I if somebody came up with some unbelievable trade offer, I think yeah, I think they definitely would consider that. I yeah, I, th- I think that. I think all things would be on the table. The issue there is how much of the the salary cap hit are you willing to take uh, if they traded him now? I trade him. I think it's like a seventeen million dollar hit. I think next year it'd be six million. But listen, I don't think they're going to trade him, and I've been very clear on where I yeah. stand with Odell. Um, mm-hmm. But would they trade him? I guess if the offer, like you said, was good enough, they'd consider. I think if a team said, "Here's a first and a second, or a first and a third, I think that again, uh, <laughs> not to always use the comparison, but just the, the Brad Van Pelt, George Young line of mm-hmm. we can go three twelve and one without you. I mean, we've won one year with Beckham, and it's not his fault, obviously, but we haven't been a very good team with him. Um, so, I mean, we can, I guess, stink without him. Uh, last question, buddy, and it's just a gem of a question. The creativity here is incredible, and we'll leave <laughs> it at this. I don't even know if it deserves a response, but it's funny. Big Blue Brady at KBrady56. Is Kerry Collins available? So yeah, you know what? Wherever he's living now, I'm sure he's available. <laughs> so, all right, buddy, that's it. Um, thanks as always, Chris. Uh, this one was fun, and uh, to the Twitter followers, we'll do this. We'll do this weekly if you guys like it, and we're getting more and more downloads. So, we're available on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. There was a few other ones we signed up for. Uh, the names are escaped. I think Overcast and it, something else. Tunes. I don't know, man. You lose track of all these. And we also post this podcast right on the Twitter account. We put it as a, a pinned tweet. But, uh, you know, go on and, and give us a rating of five, please, and just say nice things about us. And we really appreciate it. Subscribe. It's free. And you'll get the updates every time we drop a new one. And also, guys, importantly, uh, be sure to order a copy of the Giant Insider newspaper. Go to www.giantinsider.com or visit magster, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R.com for a digital subscription. Yearly subscriptions for the paper copies are $39.95, and the digital version is only $17 for a yearly subscription. 14 issues a year, bi-weekly during the season, monthly in the off-season. The next podcast will be Friday night, uh, October the 19th at 8 p.m. Um, and order the magazine, man. It's a, it's a good newspaper. We have tons of dissenting opinions, guys. Like, I mean, Chris is the beat writer. Chris writes three to four articles a week. My stupid opinion's in there uh, every week. Kevin Gleason, John Fennelly, Mike Advensky. All these guys live, eat, sleep, breathe New York Giant football, and it's a lot of different opinions. And like I said, this week, it's kind of a depressing issue, but Kevin Gleason gives everybody hope. But uh, thanks for listening to a Giant Insider podcast, everyone. 
I'm Jerry Foley. He's Chris Bizignano. And remember, guys, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.